Well, the new year is upon us, and many of you are just beginning your homeschool journey. And to that, I say, well done. Here is my special New Year's gift for you. Take the time to check out my friends at the Institute for Excellence in Writing. There you will find free writing lessons, support materials, and a complete magalog. Go to IEW.com forward slash Heidi for more information. Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Friday, January 21st. And today I have a dear friend on the show with me today, my friend Ray Reynolds, who is running for sheriff, among other things, here in Clark County, Washington, is going to join me. And we're going to talk about the importance of preserving the Second Amendment. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys, so before I introduce Ray, I want to just remind you that we've got a lot of things coming up uh, here at the show and also with my speaking season. If you're interested in where I am speaking, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events, and that schedule is filling up as it always does. If you're interested in my run for Congress, you can visit me at HeidiStJohn.com. For Congress.com. All right, a couple of days ago, I was made aware of some very, very bad potential legislation coming out of, you guessed it, Olympia, where we are all just so proud of Olympia. Olympia, you know, my, my uh, really good friend of mine who lives in Kansas City said to me the other day, Have you ever done the history? Have you ever studied Olympia and Olympus and what they used to do there? You guys should change the name of your state capital. And I was like, Yeah, you, you right. So I asked my friend Ray if he would come on and talk to me about these things, and he has graciously agreed to do that. Ray Reynolds, my brother, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Heidi. It is a pleasure uh, being with you, and, and it's also a pleasure talking to your audience. We are at some very, very challenging times, I can tell you that. Mm. It's really true. And the more we notice about what the Democrats are willing to do right now because they have power, it's almost like uh, this last-ditch effort because they know that in 2022 they're going to have problems, right? And so they're throwing everything and the kitchen sink at our freedom right now. And I was hoping you could give us, first of all, we talked briefly last time you were here about the laws that came down last year out of Olympia, handcuffing mm-hmm. handcuffing our law enforcement. Can you give listeners kind of a brief recap of that horrible situation? Heidi, I'd be, I'd be glad to. I am absolutely appalled right now at what is going on. Um, I Recently, as most people know, we had a number of laws that were passed and that at last um, disaster, I'll just call it, um, session that was handled. I call these laws that were passed the dirty dozen. There's, a num- there's 12 of them that are absolutely outrageous. They're destructive to, and it's not just destructive to the police. It is destructive to the very safety of Clark County and of the state of Washington as a whole. We have laws that have been written that are handcuffing our police. It has it is hand laws that are, are forcing the police to to not be able to keep you safe. That's what I said. These laws that have been passed are absolutely causing the police to not be able to keep the public safe. Heidi, that's the that's the very reason why we joined this the, the, the profession. Mm-hmm. This is why we do what we do is to keep the people safe. But these laws that have been passed by and it, and I might say irresponsibly, uh, without 
looking at the long-term uh, effects. I mean, these are some incredible consequences that were unintended. Yeah. I hope. Well, and they didn't, they, I think that they even said that, right? There was one Democrat lawmaker who's like, oh, I guess I didn't think about that. Because really when you, when you, and, and this is going to segue into what they're trying to do now, because now they're literally trying to disarm the people, right? We've gone from uh, basically effectively cutting the police off at the knees so they can't protect ordinary citizens to no. trying to disarm the citizens. And there's a part of me that's like, maybe they don't know what's going on. And then there's another part of me like, no, they do, and we just need to get rid of these people. But what has what is re, what just happened in Olympia that has people so up in arms about? Well, there's three of them that I, laws that are on the books right now. One of them is about the the ghost gun. They want to eliminate um, people from being able to uh, put together their own firearms. So if you go out and buy one part here, one part there, and eventually put together a firearm. That is being uh, challenged right now. They want to end that so that you as a citizen cannot, you know, basically construct your own firearm. And actually, this is something, you know, there are people in my family, including my husband, who has really enjoyed that over the years, right? So they, they might yeah. source the parts from different places and they're kind of, you know, uh, gun enthusiasts and people who know exactly the part that they want to build a custom weapon and the mm-hmm. state of Washington is saying, yeah, sorry, we don't we don't trust you. Right. I mean, that's effectively what they're saying. Exactly. And that and that's that that is you can't get any more infringement upon your right to keep and bear arms. The Second Amendment is very clear on that. The Congress shall make no law which infringes on the right of the people to keep and bear arms. Now, bearing arms, does that mean it's just for hunting? Of course not. It means you are bearing arms so that you can defend and protect your family, your property, and your life. Yeah. There, there is no excuse for them to infringe on that. If I want to make a gun and make one, make my own weapon, that's really not the government's business, whether I have a weapon, the type of weapon I have, or what, whether I'm making it my own self rather than having someone else make it. Uh, we have some very ingenious ways of making weapons, and it is our right as an American citizen to be able to, to have our rights to keep weapons, to make weapons, and not be infringed by the government that would get in the way of our, our possessing of these weapons. It's a, it's a very scary, very stunning uh, turn of events. I believe it's ill-advised, and, I, and frankly, Heidi, it's blatantly unconstitutional. Yeah, it is unconstitutional, and this is why it's so important that we understand who our sheriffs are, right? Uh, you, a little bit about you. You are a police officer. How, how long have you served as a police officer? Well, Heidi, I've been <laughs> uh, 37 years. Is so what for it's a been. while. It's been for 37 years. It's kind of fun. <laughs> but it's uh, 37 years. I tell everybody that I'm only 38, and they people kind of, what do you mean? It's a funny thing. But you got I, into I really, it. I really enjoyed the um, the the whole thing of, of working and being an officer. I've, I've served most of my time has always been right down here in Clark County. Mm-hmm. I enjoy this area. Um, I, I'm known in this area. My reputation is in this area. I love Clark County. Mm-hmm. This is my home. Yeah. And um, it is it is critical to me that the people of this of this county are safe. I have spent my life making sure they're safe. Mm -hmm. And many officers are willing to give their lives to keep the Clark County residents safe. 
But these laws that have been passed and now this attack on your own personal ability to defend yourself, we must not let this stand. We must we must let our legislators know they've already made one major mistake by developing all this, what I call the dirty dozen and hampering the police from protecting them. And now you're going to go and try to eliminate people's right to keep in pair arms that could defend themselves uh, against aggressors or uh, that, that might come to attack them. It's almost you almost believe that that's not possible. Mm-hmm. But that is exactly what's happening, Heidi. And I'm what's, sorry. what's going to happen, Ray, if because uh, you're running for. Sh- uh, OK, there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but I know we don't have a lot of time. Explain to people why it's so important that they know who their sheriffs are. The sheriffs actually have a ton of authority. They have a lot more authority than than most ordinary citizens understand because we really don't know the hierarchy. We don't understand uh, the role of a sheriff. Can you explain what that is? Yes. Well, the, you know, Heidi, let's just put it in a very simple way. The sheriff is the only elected law enforcement official in the county, in the state, in the country. That means that that sheriff does not answer to the governor. The sheriff does not answer to the the mayor of a city. The sheriff does not even answer to the county council that that he works with and very closely with, I might add. The sheriff answers to the people. Mm. That is what's so nice about it because it is a constitutional uh, issue. The sheriff is a constitutional elected official. That means he upholds the Constitution of the United States. He defends the Constitution of the United States against all foreign and domestic threats. It is absolutely critical that you as a citizen know that your sheriff is out there to defend you and to defend your civil rights. And these are critical to this for our times right now. Heidi, I think we are at the t- at a point where we are. This is the civil rights battle of our time, mm, and we is. need and we need to stand for what is right. We must not allow people's civil rights to be to be taken away. We must not allow people to be told you cannot gather. We must not be allowed to tell people that you cannot gather and you cannot protest. We must not allow when people are told that you not only cannot gather, you cannot protest. But you you cannot even speak about certain issues. That is a red line we cannot allow to be to be crossed. And that is why your sheriff is there to defend your constitutional rights. Uh, I think that people need to know that it is it is your sheriff that that wants to protect your civil rights. Can, can I give you a quick example? Yeah, of course. Back in uh, years ago in Tulsa. I think people know about this situation. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, there was a situation where a um, a black man was accused of perhaps harming a a white lady. Uh, it wasn't the case. Chances are they were dating, but back then in the twenties, it was not. It was frowned upon. Well, the sheriff at the time tried to arrest the young man, even though she was told that nothing had happened. What then, what then transpired was a horrible series of events that ended up with mobs coming out and wanting to kill that, that young man and demand the sheriff to let him go so they can kill him. Mm. Well, it came up, Heidi, and it was a horrible thing. We don't like talking about it. It's a horrible thing. But what eventually happened, 
is that 300 people were murdered. 6,000 American citizens, estimated, were placed into internment camps. Mm. Now, this happened in America. Mm -hmm. This happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They, people who are fact checkers, please check it out. It is an absolute horror. What if that sheriff had stood up and said, no, these are the civil rights of my people in this county. They will not be violated. What if he had stood up? Mm -hmm. Perhaps those 300 people that were murdered, perhaps they would be still alive to this day. There, what about the 6,000 people that were interned, American citizens interned into camps? Their civil rights were completely taken away from them. Are we just going to say we're sorry when this happens? Mm -hmm. I hope not, Heidi. Mm -hmm. That is definitely not what I want. Would you like to support American businesses with American products, issuing things that are made right here in the United States? One place to start is MyPillow. These guys are more than pillows. They have bedding, mattresses, slippers, clothing, all kinds of accessories for your home. And you can get 66% off by going to MyPillow.com and using the promo code Heidi. That's up to 66% off at MyPillow.com. Use the promo code Heidi or call 1-800-447-0541. No, and it's, this is, and, and as people talk about, you know, internment camps, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about these uh, COVID camps that they have, you know, these uh, isolation and quarantine facilities. Now the Board of Health is like, oh no, we would never do that. Uh, yes, you would. Yes, you would. It's in our blood to oppress other people. And the fact of the matter is what we're watching and these these uh, the NRA is coming out now and talking about this proposed legislation. This is really a, another way to oppress human beings, to be able to say you cannot defend yourself. And the legislature is only just gaveled in last week. And it only took, what, a day for the anti-gun legislators and the gun control groups uh, to reintroduce this horrible gun ban legislation. I think, and I'd love you to comment on these, this is an assault weapons ban, Senate Bill uh, 5217. And the history mm -hmm. of this, they failed to gain any traction in the 2021 regular session. And so now the measure has been refiled. And scheduled for a public hearing and an executive session next week in the Senate Committee on Law and Justice. And so we need to be uh, standing up and saying, no, we're not going to do this. Uh, Senate Bill 5217 arbitrarily classifies many popular-owned semi-automatic firearms, so-called, quote, assault weapons, and you can speak to that too, and bans their possession, manufacture, transfer, etc. These firearms are widely used for self-defense, recreational shooting and hunting, and have now been vilified due to cosmetic features. And so this is really important that we oppose this because, Ray, if, if the legislature is effective in taking away the guns from peaceful, law-abiding citizens, are the criminals going to go, you know what, they, they've banned this weapon. We should go turn it in. Is that going to happen? <laughs> Oh, you know, that, that, is, that is exactly right, and that is absolutely not going to happen. In my 37 years of experience, I've noticed that the criminals love these kind of laws, and many of these laws are not targeted at criminals. They're targeted at law-abiding citizens. That's right. That's the problem. They are not targeting to the criminals because the criminals do not care whether or not they, they violate those laws. I'm simply saying very clearly that those laws are not after stopping criminals from committing crimes. It is out to stop law-abiding citizens from possessing their weapons 
from exercising their God-given unalienable right to keep and bear arms. Let's remember, these laws are not given to us by man. This is where our founders believe that these laws were unalienable. That means God-given. That means they cannot be taken away nor modified. Yeah. And when we and when we hear that these laws that we're going to now take away firearms, outlaw these weapons so that people cannot possess them. Some of the most popular weapons we have is the AR-15. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a very wep- excellent weapon, really excellent for home defense. It is a weapon that is fun to shoot. Uh, it's, it's just absolutely a great, great gun. These will be outlawed. And even and unfortunately, even down to a 22 rifle that would be, have a mag, have a magazine of over, what, 20 rounds or more, that would even be outlawed. It's outrageous to think that this is the kind of uh, ban that we need. We do not need this to be uh, happening in our state. We must do something about it. We must stand against this kind of thing. Um, I, as your sheriff, I'll say very clearly, as the sheriff of Clark County, this is clearly an unconstitutional assault upon your right as a citizen of America, as a citizen of these great United States. It is an assault upon your right to keep and bear arms. We must not allow it. We must not allow it. We must not allow ourselves to fall into the same, the same basket as the Australians did, mm. where their weapons were all taken away. We, must, we are not Australia. We are not Europe. We are not England. We are the United States of America. Mm. And yet, we are exceptional. And yes, we are different. And yes, our Constitution trumps all of those, all the other laws. People need to understand this. Your Constitution is the supreme law of the land. The supreme law of the land. Mm-hmm. And we need to be clear on that. And these laws are frightening. I'll yeah. be honest with you. When it when that I saw that that it was introduced by Senator Patty Curter, uh, she's a Democrat out of Bellevue. I went, wow, that explains a lot. Uh, we are we are losing uh, our our larger cities. They're they're inhibiting the very awesomeness of our of our cities and our people to defend themselves. We simply cannot allow this to continue. Heidi, I'm hoping that your listeners are at least getting, I don't want to use the word angry, but let's say, okay, I'll just say it. Let them get angry about this. Mm-hmm. This is an assault on their, on your personal rights as an American citizen. Yeah. Do not let this happen. Well, you I- need to contact your, 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 your congressman or congresswoman. You need to contact them immediately and say, we need to end Senate Bill 5217. Call this for Clark County. You you probably need need to call up Senator Wilson. Also for Senator Cleveland, you need to call her. Let them know where you stand on this issue. And you know what? I want people to know because this this podcast is going to be heard far and wide. You don't have to be a citizen of resident of Washington State to call up these senators and say this is you're going to hurt the people in your area. You're going to, you're going to cause untold suffering when people can no longer defend themselves. And I think what you're referring to is that uh, the senator from Bellevue, Patty uh, Cooterer, I think is her name. She actually mm-hmm. said that constitutionality is in the eye of the beholder. Wait, what? Okay, see what? that. that- that's frightening. That is this. I've heard that kind of thing. They're saying that 
oh, you know, the Constitution is a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fluid document. Right. No, right. it is not. Yeah. It is not a fluid document. It is not a document that changes with the times. It is a tried and true solid rock, solid rock. Uh, uh, what's the right word? It's a solid rock thing that we need to, to stand on. Yeah, it is solid. We must not allow them to make it so it's wishy-washy. Oh, it applies. Somebody, somebody even said that. Well, you know, those were old people back then. That was way back then. It doesn't apply to us today. Well, look what I mean. You said it right. Look at Australia. I mean, really, these people have no way to defend themselves. And look what the tyrannical government of Australia. I can't even believe it, Ray. Australia. And these people, it's awful what's happening to them. And so we want everyone to help ensure that our uh, our elected officials know that if they pass these terrible bills, we're going to do everything in our power to elect their replacements as soon as possible. So that is, again, it's Senate Bill 5217, which would ban semi-automatic rifles, including your 1022, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yes. which is crazy. Senate Bill 5568 is an assault on state preemption, which this is crazy, too, would allow any town to create any gun law that they want to. Senate Bill 5078 would eliminate your right to defend yourself by by uh, banning magazines greater than 12 rounds. And I think they yeah. said that they wanted you had to take a picture of yourself with your magazine. And oh my and then it has to have a date on it. So you'd have to have like a picture you're holding up a you know a newspaper for the day or whatever. It's this is such an no, infringement yes, upon no. the Second Amendment. And so for these senators to say, well, you know, constitutionality is in the eye of the beholder. And eh, nope, I'm sorry. Thank you for playing. We've got a lovely parting gift for you. Get out uh, because this is not up for debate. And you know, uh, because you're running for a sheriff right here in Clark County, you understand because you've been a, a police officer for so many years. This at the end of the day. This hurts the the regular citizen. This does not this does not infringe on the people who are going to use guns anyway. This mm-hmm. will hurt the ordinary everyday citizens' ability to defend themselves. And this this fight that's here in Washington State, I think it should matter to everyone all across the country. What say you? Absolutely. Not only it matters to it doesn't matter to every single person. What is going on on the West Coast? should terrify you. If you live in Maine, this should terrify you. Yep. If you live in Florida, this should terrify you. If, if you live in California, this should terrify you. Why? Because precedents could be set. And do not think that you can stay safe in your state thinking that this kind of um, thing will just stay here. This kind of thing is like cancer and it will move and move out and out and out until it infects the whole body. You must stop it here. For those of you who can, I would strongly suggest you send letters to your federal representatives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Them that this is what's going on and you do not want this to come to your state. You do not want this kind of tyrannical um, laws being passed, the people being um, basically imprisoned uh, in their home, people being told they cannot defend themselves. We must not allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need your support. We need you to stand with us here in Washington. There are those many, many people, and I'll say this, Heidi, and forgive me, but I'm going to say it. Many, uh, many people are leaving the state. Yep. Leaving the state. Yep. Where are they going? And I don't even like saying this, but I'm going to say it again. They're leaving to areas they're calling free states. Yep. 
Yep. Heidi, that should terrify everybody. When what yep. I just said. Yep. If that doesn't terrify you, then 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 I don't know what else will. We yep. cannot be saying that America in America there are free states and there are, well, slave states. Yep. Yep. Help us. Are we reverting back, Heidi? Well, sure, we, it sure we, seems that are way. We, are we turning back the clock? Yeah. I sure hope not. Yeah. We have progressed so wonderfully. Uh, and I am, and uh, look at me, I'm an example mm-hmm. of, of how far we have come, of what we, of, of the, uh, I am so honored here in Clark County. People are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being here. Of course, there are going to be challenges. And, I, and I, do not, I do not deny there have been challenges. But I will say this. There are good people in this county. There are numbers of good people, and they are willing to stand up. They need only to have somebody say, no, thus far, no more. This yeah. is where we hold the line. Yeah. Amen. And I just talked about this, you know, yesterday at the podcast. And honestly, Ray, I mean, you and I have talked about this, you know, together with your beautiful wife and my husband over dinner many times. But just it it breaks my heart, actually, to see people just cut and run right now. I'm just like, no, no, stand and fight with this. And how do we stand and fight? We call our representatives. We do not let up. I know people are tired and they're they're feeling kind of weary and I think even worn out by this right now. But we cannot give up. We cannot stop fighting. We need to call our state representatives. We need to push back loud and hard and show these legislators just how many of us are going to be voting against them at re-election time. They will never, their careers will never see the light of day again if they move to uh, to put these tyrannical dictates on the free people here in Washington state. And there are good people here. And I love that you said that. You know, people say, oh, I hope, you know, Oregon and Washington, California fall off into the ocean. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> There's good good people here. There's good people here and we're fighting as hard as we can. And for those of you listening who think, oh, this would never happen in Florida. Uh, Florida, you know, Ron DeSantis won that election by a razor thin margin against someone who could only be considered a communist. And so if people think that this is only in the Northwest, they're wrong. If they think it's only California, then they don't understand the evil that we're up against. And so I'm asking everybody who's listening to this, I'm going to link back to the way that you can uh, call you can get in on these uh, Zoom calls. You can testify about how these bills only help criminals. They do not help the the good law-abiding citizens, uh, and uh, it needs to be shared far and wide. Ray Reynolds, you are a treasure to have in this area. I'm thrilled that you're running for uh, for sheriff. I am thrilled to be your friend. I've loved your participation here at the Homeschool Resource Center and what you've done uh, as a police officer in this area too. And I just thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can people find out about your run for sheriff? Well, Heidi, that that is a great question. And thank you for saying it. People can go to my site at votereyreynolds.com dot com votereyreynolds.com go on there you can look at all my positions that i'm taking you can see uh what i what i believe and what we need in the area uh you can look on there how what where i stand not only on the first amendment and not only on the second but you can see where we stand on these 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 incredible tyrannical rulings that are being made these mandates Mm. have no constitutional uh support there's no buttress in constitutionality and so far as these are concerned, we cannot allow this to happen. I believe that we need to say it very clearly that we are going to support the Constitution. We are not going to allow tyrannical reign in this area. We will not enforce laws that are going to take away your civil rights. 
Yes, absolutely. We yep. can't allow that to happen. And I won't. I, I just simply can't do it. And I won't do it. Well, I'm I'm excited to be a part of your campaign, and I'm excited to see what God does with you, because I know that you love the Lord, too. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. And I look forward to having you back again soon. And keep us posted. If there's anything that's coming on, uh, you know, that we need to know about the news, you know you can reach out to me. And I'd love to have you back on the show. My friend, thank you so much for coming on today. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're very welcome. Mm, Amen. Amen. For more information on my friend Ray Reynolds and his run for sheriff here in Clark County, you can go to vote Ray Reynolds. And I want to, you guys, his name is R-E-Y. That's going to confuse some of you. So vote Ray Reynolds. And I will link back to that in the show notes today. Have a good weekend, you guys. Love your families well. America is worth fighting for. We hope you'll join us in the fight for freedom here in Washington State and around the country. And I will see you back here on Monday at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.